Listener, prepare thyself. You are now entering a realm of the strange, the silly, the surreal. I now present to you the Dashfire Diaries. Hi, my name is Justin Tierlink. I'm the author of Pumpkinhead Jack and many of the other stories that you'll hear later on here at the Dashfire Diaries. Dashfire, by the way, is Victorian slang. Uh, it means vigor or strength or animation. So I wanted to talk a little bit about the genre and subgenres that influenced Pumpkinhead Jack, that Pumpkinhead Jack sort of pays homage to. Those are called Penny Dreadfuls, and they were popular in the mid-19th century in England. And essentially, they were a form of cheap writing, of knockoff works and uh, hack jobs that paid tribute to horror, had a lot of melodrama in them, and popularized reading and expanded the reading public to low-class street boys. Um, in London and other large cities, people would hawk them out on the streets and they cost roughly a halfpenny or half a penny in addition. So what would often happen is one kid, usually a boy, would buy the latest edition of whatever Penny Dreadful series they were reading and then read it aloud to the rest of their friends or pass it around. So in that way, it made reading material affordable. Um, because then, as now, teen boys often... Um, love a lot of salacious and titillating and action-oriented um, reading material, Penny Dreadfuls filled that void. And therefore, in a lot of Penny Dreadful series, you'll see a lot of gratuitous swearing, especially the words hell and damn, which were considered a lot stronger in the 19th century than in today's modern use. A lot of gratuitous fisticuffs breaking out between characters, that sort of thing. Because Penny Dreadfuls were serialized, as were a lot of novels of the era, actually. Um, most of Charles Dickens' novels were started out as serializations in Household Words and other magazines. So they weren't written coherently from beginning to ending as set novels. They came out chapter by chapter, and if they were popular, the goal was to keep them going for as long as possible. So the writers writing these things were cranking them out so fast that they often would forget what sort of ground they'd covered plot-wise. So when they're all collected at the end, what you end up with is a story with lots of rambling tangents that go nowhere, incomplete plots, text and scenes that repeat themselves in various ways, bits of dialogue that are repeated over and over again, um, syntactical errors because they didn't go through much editing, and a lot of other wonkiness. But in the spirit of good fun, they're great reading material. Um, many of the Penny Dreadfuls of the time were forgotten by modern audiences, but they've undergone a bit of a revival thanks to Tim Burton and other um, 
folks who have adapted and readapted some of the more popular ones. So one that most mod modern audiences will know about is Sweeney Todd, and because that was adapted into a musical and a Tim Burton movie. And it started out as uh, a really well-written Penny Dreadful. That's a lot of fun. Uh, honestly, I think it's more fun than the movie. So I have here before me a Penny Dreadful called Varney the Vampire. And as cheesy as it sounds, it's meant to be taken seriously. But like I say, there's a lot of melodrama in it. And Dracula, the novel, if anyone out there is familiar with that, um, is owes a lot of the characters to Varney the Vampire. Um I, I don't know if Bram Stoker directly plagiarized Varney the Vampire, but when you read through the plot of it, it reads very, very similarly in some ways to Dracula. But honestly, I find it a lot more fun. I thought Dracula was a very boring read, despite the fact that I like the epistolary style that it's written in. Um, I think Dracula is one of the greatest stories that was completely botched and just run into the ground. Um, but in tone, it's a little like Varney the Vampire is a little like Dracula, but with a lot more action and some more interesting, colorful characters as well, um, including uh, an old former uh, merchant mariner or naval captain. I can't remember which right now who's sort of a Popeye-esque kind of character who doesn't seem to belong in this gothic Victorian novel at all. Varney first made the scene in uh, 1845, I believe, and it was penned by one of the leading hack writers at the time of Penny Dreadfuls, his name being James Malcolm Reimer. So... A lot of these Penny Dreadfuls, too, had multiple authors because they would kind of swap places and uh, trade with each other and that sort of thing. They made a lot of money for their publishers, but the authors themselves did not receive much fame or profit for their work. And part of that is, as I alluded to earlier, although with possibly with Dracula, I don't know, but there, there was a lot of rampant plagiarism that went on as well. A lot of Dickens' works in particular were uh, sort of rewritten to fit the needs of the Penny Dreadful audience and rewritten. And um, publishers of these more reputable texts were often chasing after the publishers of Penny Dreadfuls and trying to get them shut down, suing them for plagiarism and that sort of thing. So what would often happen is they would literally have to close up shop wherever they were publishing, pack it all up, and then run to another location and keep going until they got busted again. So the authors of these things uh, required some pseudo-anonymity or full anonymity to avoid getting prosecuted. <laughs> so that kind of gives you some fun background. So. Varney the Vampire is one of the only other works not written by me that I'm going to showcase on the Dashfire Diaries, in part because it's in the public domain, 
but also because it's a lot of fun and it partially it didn't plot wise inspire Pumpkinhead jack but the tone of it certainly did and that melodramatic gothic salacious titillating over the top drama and action were really a lot of fun so i'm going to end this introduction here and start recording a few chapters of varney the vampire i won't do the entire thing though and i'll tell you why it would just it would take forever it would take hours and hours and hours to do it and long before i ran out of breath you would find that it got really really uh repetitive <laughs> so but i will give uh, a sample and hopefully some of the better tidbits all right thank you so much for listening to the dash fire diaries